All right, what's going on? Welcome to the show on this fine Friday morning or evening, depending on when you're listening to this. How was the work week? Hope it wasn't too brutal. Hope you made it through it okay. Um, I got a couple of things I got to say, and then we're going to start the show. Um, Flyers lost to the Sabres, 5-1. to one. Elaine Vigneault is a clown. You'll hear me say that several times on the show today. And yeah, I'm going to go watch Godzilla vs. King Kong. I will let you know how it is on Tuesday. Let's start the show. Welcome to this episode of Stone Sports. I am Bert. With me, as always, I have my co-host, Double. Say what up, Dubs. What the fuck is up? And Meech. What up, Meech? What up? All right, so uh, I guess we'll just uh, start it off like we always do with some uh, oofs. We got any oofs? This, uh, well, hold this on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got some big news off the top. We're on Apple now. Oh, yeah, we are. Dope. Go ahead and fix check us out on uh, apple podcast now as well yeah i'll put yeah, it in and a bunch intro. of other ones i just went through and selected a ton of the other sites <laughs> too so pretty much anywhere you can get podcasts is where available now amazon we're working on but that should be up shortly too so basically literally pretty much anywhere you can download that was so wow i'm higher than a cut apparently because that was not coherent <laughs> at all uh no, man, no, I got totally you can we got there yeah, pretty fine. much anywhere you can download podcasts, you can get Stone Sports now. Uh, and Not about how long the ride takes, but getting to the destination. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. All right, so what's the oof? The Stone Sports is spreading. Oh, and one more thing I forgot the last show I meant to bring up. R.I.P. Jessica Walter. Yeah, dude. I meant Played to bring up. it up last time, too, and I totally forgot. I, I meant to put it at the end of the show last time and i completely forgot yeah what a legend Anja, but r.i.p mallory yeah. archer lucille bluth i'm Austin doing the Bowen, wink right archer. now you can't see it but I'm doing the, the wink <laughs> two of the best two of my favorite shows of all time and without her the shows would be i, I don't know what they would yeah be. She made not as good that's for sure in my opinion she's phenomenal Big R.I.P. to her. Resting in peace. If you haven't watched either show, please do. I think the headline on some British paper, because they're more blunt, was TV's bitch mom dies or something like that. (laughs) 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 Because she played that part so well. Yeah, she did. Uh, She's so great in both of those things. Yeah, I saw that last week as well. For the rest of development is when they're talking about the mom that tried to throw her kids in the lake. And she's like, oh, good for her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fucking. I mean, everything she does in that show is fucking funny as hell, dude. She's so good. She's dude, so and then good. one of the best like lines or scenes ever in Archer is when they're they're holding each other hostage and 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 Lana's like, Well, he's got a boner. And she's like, You've got the thought of me dead gives you a boner. <laughs> so great. So great. The best. She's so good. So one more thing before we get to the oof of the week. We got a three-peat, boys. David Rush is back. Another (laughs) record broken. The fastest one-handed chessboard setup of all time. It was under 30 seconds. No pieces knocked over. All right. I'm calling this out. That's a useless record. 
That's a useless record. Absolutely useless record. It's <clears throat> useless. You shouldn't. That it like, just they should have just been like, no, that doesn't count. There's a website I check whenever I do these. Sometimes I use stuff or sometimes I don't. But every time David Rush is on there, they're like, Idaho man breaks record. And I'm like, I wonder. <laughs> and I click the article and it's David Rush every single time. Three for three. Of course it is. What up, Dave? All right, so what's the oof? You think the beat so the writer the from week. the fucking Idahoan potato just fucking loves this guy because he gives him content all the time? Yeah, he's making a he's paycheck like, got, off that guy. He's got my morning story like, you know, 14, 15 days out of the year. That's easy money. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the oof of the week, the Chattanooga Lookouts minor league team for the Cincinnati Reds. They had their mascot costume stolen out of their uh, facility as well as hundreds of dollars worth of other merch. Oof. Big oof. Big so oof. they tracked it down and uh, they posted a whole thing about how they, I forget the name of it, but whatever the name was, the lookout is safe. Thanks to Chattanooga police and a, uh, <laughs> what they say, a vigilant Best Buy worker or something. Oh like my that. God. That's <laughs> hilarious. I used to work at Best Buy. We are, it was one of those. I don't know if all retail places are like this, but like if somebody stole something, we weren't allowed to chase them out of the store. Like if they made it out Absolutely of the store, we had to just not yeah. leave them. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, because either, it's all work actually. comp stuff. They don't want you to yeah. get injured. Or, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Although one time at uh, Office Max, I uh, there's these like punk kids that were stealing sharpies, and these daft like, punk kids. No, they were like just like. Yeah. Uh, anyway, good helmets. Little bastards is what they were. But um, yeah. So they walked out of the store. I like pulled him down by his hood, and after I did that, he like fell down, and out of his back like pocket area, it was like in his waistband, was like a fillet knife for like fish. And I was like, oh shit, yeah, that wasn't worth it. Luckily, my my other manager was there, grabbed it, and then they just took off. But I was like, that could have been bad. Yeah, that could have been real bad. Real bad. <laughs> Good lord. Give me back that filet of meat. Hey, yeah, uh, pretty much, dude. Those things are sharp as fuck. So. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. I've cut uh, but yeah, no, both they, hands numerous Most times. retail does not want you to do it. It's all about prevention as far as yeah. customer service and, you know, stuff like that rather than, you know, trying to retrieve stolen goods. Right. All right, well, let's get to some sports. I guess we'll uh, start with some baseball. So what's going on in the world of baseball? Uh, MLB uh, is doing an actual opening day. I think I said the other day they never actually do an opening day. They're doing right. it this year, and it's going to be epic. All 30 teams uh, will play on Thursday, April 1st. Uh, the games start at 10 a.m. on the West Coast uh, and then go till 7.30 p.m. It's the last game that starts, basically. Yeah. So all day of baseball, all 30 teams in action, and it should be great. Hell yeah, it's going to be um, awesome AF. I got yeah, a busy so I'm day I'm happy tomorrow. they're actually Yeah, I'm happy they're actually doing an opening day. Usually they are uh you know, they'll release like Thursday night baseball, that's Sunday night baseball right. and then like leak four or five games out. You're just like what the hell is this? Yeah. So it's going to be an epic day. opening day. Can't wait. Yeah, and should should be good. Uh, Angels pick up uh, some bullpen relief. Steve Shizik and Tony Watson, both names that I think most 
fans know, um, just kind of those veteran bullpen guys. So they will be headed to the Angels. Uh, and then the White Sox signed Jake Lamb. A couple of people cut after uh, the teams had to reduce their roster size. So these are just people that got signed because of that, essentially. They got cut by one team and signed by another. Uh, and then uh, Eloy Jimenez injury. The White Sox say it's not as serious as they initially thought. Uh, he had surgery Tuesday, but still expected to be out for four to five months. So still a chunk of time, but I think it was six to eight before that. So uh, they will get him back for part of the season. I'm going to have to get um, two TVs going because the Mets and the Rangers game basically start at seven. I'm going to have to have two TVs going. This I got Hulu Live. That's how I watch my TV. So I'll throw one on the TV downstairs, one on the computer, one on my phone. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, that's a good call. I'll just use like the TV and the computer. Rangers are going on TV. Mets are going on the computer. Sorry. Sorry, Meech. Wow. wow. Not a real fan. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Give me your Mets fan card back. Speaking no, of man, the it's Mets. just like it's hard to be, you know. Excited. The Chargers would be on the main TV. Let's no, be real. No, no. Yeah, Chargers front and center. Rangers uh, but... on the laptop, Mets on the phone. <laughs> Speaking of the Mets, uh, Francisco Lindor, uh, the Mets final offer to him was 10 years, 325. We talked about it on last podcast. He has issued a counter to that of 12 years, 385. He is currently 26. Uh, that year that would take him to 38, the yeah. 12 year deal. So, long term deal there yep. that Francisco Lindor wants. Uh, we'll see what happens there. That Mets offer, the 10 years 325, was quote unquote their final offer. Um, Pete Alonzo, no cap in baseball. So, Pete Alonzo thought it was an auction. He bid for 400 for, uh, oh, yeah. He was, yeah, he, he had his <laughs> contract situation in mind because he said he'd pay him 400. Uh, I'm assuming he's going to be up in a year or two for a contract because that's yeah propping up his own value. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> maybe talk about it before. It's like you pay him 400, so next year, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about that offer, Birdie? I don't know, man. It's, I mean, it's he a doesn't long. Carry puts the nuts on the laptop. It's a long deal. Yeah, you don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> Listen, the Mets are only going on the laptop because it's opening day, <laughs> you know, and we're wrapping up hockey season here. So it's getting pretty exciting, but we'll get to all that stuff. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I, I want him on the team. I mean, that's undisputed. I want him at the team on the team and there's no salary cap. And I, I would be willing and to your take owners that risk. A multi-billionaire. Yeah, so. I would be willing to take that risk. Uncle you know? Stevie? Yeah, Uncle Stevie's, you know, he's got the money. So it's it but at this point like it's like he can say all day long that he's going to spend that money, but I just don't trust it. So it's a calculated risk, but it's one that I I would be willing to take and I I'd feel all right with that deal. I I would. It's a lot of money, but I'm okay with it. I just am. Wow, there's a huge it seemed like mixed here. reviews on Twitter. Yeah. In your room? Yeah, it's like a huge. Do you hear that? It's like mass. I feel like I'm in a fucking echo chamber. I'll see if I can fix that while we're, you know, while one of you is talking. Anyway, any other baseball stuff, Meech? No, that's it. That's I just want to end on. Yeah, that. it didn't seem like there was much going on in baseball this uh, this evening. Give, How about basketball? Give it a week. Yeah, give right. It a give week. it a week. How about basketball? 
Uh, so we got Kevin Durant and Michael Rappaport getting into some beef. Um, so Rappaport and Barstool had a whole falling out. Their lawsuit got settled and a video came out. Durant, it looked like a message to Rappaport before about a bunch of other shit. It's just essentially shit talking and going back and forth with him. And Rappaport posted the DMs from Durant. And after this recent incident with Barstool, Durant was like calling him out for that shit. And basically all that went viral. People were like, oh, is this this can't actually be KD. Nobody would risk saying shit like that. It's like, that's the most KD thing I've ever seen. KD's always mixing it up in the comments and shit like that. You don't give a fuck. But he came out today and apologized for some of the comments he said because there were some uh, homophobic slurs, I guess you want to say. Homophobic comments should have been said. Mm-hmm. He slurs, really. I, I thought that was overblown, honestly. He just said sucking cock or whatever. Like, I, I didn't think it was that atrocious. Like, it, it was just the stupid shit, like, guys talk shit about. Like, so, I didn't. Co- isn't Rappaport the dude? Sorry, me, Dubs. Isn't Rappaport the dude that got, like, in trouble in the 90s for like stalking his ex-girlfriend i'm pretty yeah, i'm pretty sure he got like in trouble for that um, it's, yes it he did me. he did lily taylor oh that's the girl from the haunting do you remember that movie meach absolutely not okay never mind <laughs> it's a pretty bad movie from the 90s you should go watch it it's 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 entertainingly bad it's a lily taylor Catherine zeta jones hey uh owen hey. wilson liam neeson it's a it's a star-studded cast you should check it out apparently it's bad apparently. but you'll laugh. yeah michael michael rapaport was ruffling all kinds of feathers <laughs> he had fucking uh stool presidente taking shots at him he you don't want that kd yeah no you don't you do not want that and then it's not even just uh portnoy it's his army of followers as well yeah Yeah. exactly like that's what you don't really want like when you make an enemy out of you make an enemy out of a lot of people like pretty much everyone that makes an enemy out of them ends up falling (laughs) yeah he posted something about losing a ton of money like over eight on bets or whatever and i posted something like Oh, luckily it all goes back to you. And I had like three people reply like, actually, uh, it doesn't work like that. Like it doesn't, the losses still come out of his bank account. And I was just like, I, I understand. I understand that he doesn't just have a free whatever. Yeah. But, you know, any money he spends on, on uh, the gambling. gambling company, which, yeah, I can't think of right now. Um, goes right back to him via the stock price inflating, so it's not even that. Like I was just like, he's gonna get that money back eventually. But yeah, they yeah. took it all literal. So yeah, it's but yeah. Anyway, Rappaport had had him taking shots and uh, pissed off Durant or, or Durant, 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 uh, awesome Dur- Durant, Durant as well. It was funny seeing the amount of people on Twitter that thought it wasn't actually Durant, like that it was faked or he was hacked or something. But then there was like the, the amount, there was an equal amount of people going, are you, are you fucking kidding me? Of course that's Durant. Of course he said shit like that. Yeah. This is MO. Next up here, we got Kyle Lowry was injured. He's supposed to miss three to five games a week or two with a foot infection, which does not sound good. I just thought that was kind of funny because he was on the trade block. He ends up staying, and then a couple days later, he gets hurt. Yeah. I mean, uh, 
He's he's Mr. Raptor, so it's not like that. I don't know. It's probably just an injury. Yeah. What infection? JJ Reddick says Pelicans. It's stupid. I don't know. All right, fair enough. JJ Reddick says Pelicans front office lied to him when they traded him to Dallas. Uh report was in the beginning of the year or i guess not the report reddick said this himself on his podcast he said that at the beginning of the year when the trade rumors surfaced he asked front office to trade him somewhere up in the northeast like brooklyn or you know somewhere in that area because that's where his family is he did say not boston though no i'm just kidding he didn't call out boston i was like you put him in the goddamn bin with aaron gordon then <laughs> I, was, I was so ready to just throw out my <laughs> I bet you were uh, that was the reaction I was trying to get out of you and then I was like I better calm this down <laughs> I went I went I missed yeah, that then I, my eyes were starting to go red <laughs> but uh so that was the deal those the front office and Reddick had worked out trade rumors quieted down and then when they started up again he was like oh am i getting traded they're like oh no don't worry about it you're not going to get traded no worries and then they traded him to dallas which is even further away from his family than he was so he was pretty pissed about that only feels so bad for him because once again he was a free agent he chose to sign them. agreed if you choose to sign somewhere you're choosing to sign somewhere whether it's because more money or whatever you can't then turn around a bitch. I mean, you're on a one-year deal. Just play out the four months, and then next year, maybe think about where you want to sign a free agency. Maybe. Correct. Just maybe. I have the Ugh. same take on it. Yeah, the NBA is just infuriating sometimes. I I don't understand. <laughs> I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> like, playing I mean, is, dude, it's for free agency, and now they have it, and they have all the power. And then they sign contract extensions and then throw fits. And I'm just like, I don't, yeah. then don't sign the contract. You're still going to have other teams vying for your services. Like you're going to have a pick if you're that level. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just laughing because like, you know, it's funny. Like you said, like it's exhausting and I can hear in your voice that it's exhausting. It's so bad, dude. The (laughs) NBA is just a shit show. Dennis Schroeder did reject the Lakers contract extension for years, 84 million. So they are not far. They are they are far apart uh, at the moment. Uh, and guess what? He can I, become a free agent, sign wherever the fuck he wants in the off season. Like Jesus. I feel like that's kind of good money if you're down a shooter. I kind of would have taken that. I mean, he went into this year. Everyone thought he was gonna play off the bench. He negotiated to start. He has looked good, He's a good in this player. system. Uh, yeah. And considering what people making in the NBA, I'm guessing he could get more. But. You know, it's it's all about where you want yeah, to be. But, you know, yeah, I, I would rather take that money, like, just, like it's still solid, right? It'd be yeah. a competitor, like that's a solid. Where like ninety percent of NBA players live, anyways. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't know why he wouldn't take that, but I, I fair to him if he wants to go get more money and just play on somewhere else. Fucking fair to him. Yeah. But, uh, with Lamella Ball's injury, let's check out the rookie of the year running with the rookie ladder, Tyrese Halliburton of the Sacramento Kings. Beach doesn't recognize them as a franchise. But they got a solid rookie in Halliburton, putting up 13 points a game, three rebounds, and five assists. Anthony Edwards is in at number two, 17 points, four rebounds, and two assists for the number one overall pick. 
uh, James Weissman was in the running with LaMelo Ball. He also has had a couple injury stints and missed some time, so he's fallen out of the rookie ladder too. But number three is Emmanuel quickly with the Knicks. 12 points, two rebounds, two assists. This is really a two-man race now between Halliburton and Edwards. I think Halliburton could edge it out. His stats have gotten a lot better in the last few weeks. He's playing his best basketball of the season, and it could just be him like adjusting more. To the well, he's the also game. starting now, and he wasn't to start the season. They have put him in the starting lineup now, and the, they're actually winning games. It's Yeah, they it's, are. You know. It, they like he looks like a starter they moved him to the starting lineup so those numbers will go up because he wasn't starting before he'll get more minutes now. what will it take for you to recognize them oh nothing i, I don't i it mean I, just I know of it. them um because like sometimes i'm too lazy to turn on my bluetooth if i'm going to like a store that's like right down the street so i'll listen to like talk radio and they'll talk about him all the time here so I I, just, I, am I can't picture talk radio talking about the Sacramento Kings. I it's <laughs> it's really it's as bad as you think it would. Yeah, be. I bet. Yeah, I bet. Deep diving on the Kings as a franchise. Oh my god. Because like they, I mean, like Boston sports radio, they deep dive every little fucking thing. I just can't picture it with the Kings. I don't know why, but I can't. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and as West Coast like teams get flack, like you people still do that with the Dodgers and the Lakers. They break down every move. Uh, but yeah, the, the Kings, five just... will deep dive their own writers like words when they could just like bring them in the studio and be like, "What do you mean by this?" They'd be like, "No, nah, he knows something." He didn't, he knows something. <laughs> I was cra- crazy, dude, dude. Maybe it's just because I live out here, but I was cracking. I the first of all, the Boston accent is hilarious most of the time, and then Pretty it's great. it's funny how it it's kind of maddening sometimes. But usually, I find it hilarious. Yeah, how absolutely. Are. Yeah. <laughs> I think I messaged you the other day when we were talking about hockey. I was watching yeah. a hockey game, and I was like. These Bruins announcers, this guy has the thickest box Boston accent I've ever heard, dude. <laughs> yeah, and the other guy is like, he just sounds goofy as shit. He sounds like Mr. Dick Edwards Doug. is the goofiest motherfucker like, dude, out there. Straight dude. sounding like out of here sounding like Mr. Dink, bro. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, Jack any Edwards, other- <laughs> high above the ice. Any other basketball stuff? Uh yes, we're gonna run through the MVP race too. It's really a three-man race at this point. The injuries, same thing with the rookie ladder. The injuries to uh, LeBron and Embiid have slimmed the running down to three. Jokic, Lillard, and Harden. Jokic is putting up 27, 11, and eight and a half assists as a center, which is fucking ridiculous. He has Denver at fifth in the Western Conference. Damian Lillard, my personal pick, 30 points, four rebounds, nine assists. Blazers are sixth in the West. And James Harden with the Nets is really in third place for the running 26 11 and 8 the nets are second in the east uh honorable mention Giannis. yeah i don't i don't think harden's gonna get it though like no one wants i don't to see that happen after that uh either way i'll be happy if if dame or the joker gets it but i i i it would be great for the nba to recognize dame the, yeah that's the joker stats i feel like should get it because He's putting up, you know, 27, 11, eight and a half. That's fucking ridiculous as a center. And he's a pure center. It's not like Giannis, who they play as center, but he's really like a wing. Right. 
that's just giant. But like you said, it'd be nice for the NBA to recognize Dame. I want to see it. He's so fucking good. We've talked about it a bunch. He, that team would be nowhere without him. He deserves it, but I would completely understand why Jokic got it, and I wouldn't be that upset. Yeah. All right, well, uh, I guess it's about time to do some puck talk, some hockey. Um, so I got a few things I want to talk about. Uh, so the Flyers... On Birdie's gonna... Elaine Vigneault minute. This well, week. this isn't an Elaine Vigneault minute, but the Flyers saga Elaine continues. Um, the Flyers have placed Shane Gostisbehere on waivers. He cleared waivers. And I... Yeah, exactly. I, I don't... I don't really understand this move, guys, because their I'll defense is a shit show. And, I mean, he's not putting up, you know, stellar numbers this year. He's got five I'll goals and six him. assists. Yeah, I mean, you guys need him, I guess. But especially if you're going to trade away players for Taylor fucking Hall. But um, I just – I don't – like, who are they going to replace him with? Like, I, I, to my knowledge, they don't really have any – defensemen in their farm system really ready to replace him and or even worth replacing him with so i just i don't understand the move i don't get like why they didn't try to trade him for an asset they probably could have at least gotten a draft pick for him you know and then you can maybe try to move that draft pick for another player i don't know like it just seems like not a smart move it's not like the tony d'angelo situation where the guy is just like a complete liability on your team in the locker room you know like, I understand when you do well, that with someone in the lot who's toxic in your locker room, but the guy is not, I don't know. Maybe I don't, you know, maybe he's not, maybe he is toxic in the locker room. I don't know, but it just doesn't make sense to me. I believe they can still trade him. If, it, if, if the waivers work the way they do in like baseball, they can put him on waivers. And as long as he clears, they can still trade him. Yeah. It's yeah. if someone puts a claim on him. Um, but, uh, the thing I, the explanation I heard for that today was that the, it frees up cap room for them and their trophy squad, not trophy squad, uh, taxi squad. squad. Yeah. Jesus. The taxi squad. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that, that could make it is sense the same to too, Mitch. Yeah, it is the same. It, it could make sense to me. It's just like, to me, it's harder to, if you play somebody on waivers, it's probably harder to get something for them than if you don't, you know what I mean? Like. Tony D'Angelo is a perfect example. He's actually, he puts up stellar numbers and yes, he's toxic in the locker room. So that's, it's not exactly a great example, but they couldn't really find a place for him once they put him on waivers where if they'd have kept him, they might've found a team like interested, you know, it's just like, if you put him on waivers, like, I feel like the team you're trying to sell him to is going to be like, well, if you don't want him, why do I want him? You know what I mean? Like, it's not a great selling point, but you know, the flyers continue to do what they do. I look at it a little differently. I look at it as more strategic. Yeah, it, it probably is more strategic. It's just, uh, you know, what are you going to do? I don't see you having too many star defensemen coming up the ranks. But I could be wrong. I don't really follow their farm system all that much. So there may be someone in there really worth, you know, bringing up. Uh, let's see. Connor McDavid was fined $5,000 for elbowing Kakaniemi. Uh, did, did you see that? Yeah, it was a vicious hit. It was. I don't know if it was, like, wholly intentional. Like, it's hard to tell. Like, it's always, it, like, you know, with the Tom Wilson hit, it's clear it's just reckless abandon. 
And it looked like he was trying to, you know, definitely take a run at him. But I don't know if he was trying to, like, straight, like, Muay Thai him, like, fucking ongbok him in the fucking skull the way he did. It looked pretty intentional to me. No, I mean, he was definitely trying to take a run at him. Uh, I'm not saying that. He was definitely running the guy. But, like, he, like, just clocked him with his elbow in his head. And, like, I just, I don't know if that, if he intended it to be, like, you know, that blatant is really what I'm trying to say, but he was fined $5,000, which is obviously, you know, the maximum fine you can get for it. And we'll see if he gets suspended. Yeah, he should be. Um, I don't, I doubt he'll be suspended because he's Connor McDavid, but he should be suspended. The rule should apply to everyone. That's my personal opinion. You know, um, yesterday, fuck some dude up. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's Brad being Brad. Brad. God damn it, I hate Brad. Did you see the Ekblad injury update? I did not. Yeah, he's out for 12 weeks. Surgery for a left leg fracture. It is. That's a long time. So his leg was fractured. So that's a motherfucker. And when you watch that play, like we talked about on the last show, like I don't even see how that happens. I mean, freak things happen, right? But like when I saw leg fracture, I was like, holy shit, how the fuck did that happen, man? crazy as shit and that's bad for the panthers so all yeah, right they are expected panthers. to be uh active at the trade deadline though everything i heard yeah. is that they're they are searching for right, a, not a replacement because you can't really replace the best no, they're looking for team, a loaner but, yeah yeah but someone to loaner. fill some kind of void yeah because they're going to make a push this year so they're going to probably try to pick up a loaner or two to get them over the hump which, you know, I hope they do, because it'd be nice to see the Florida Panthers make a deep run. Um, I mean, they look great this year. They do. They do. Uh, we'll see what happens. When, like we've said a hundred times, once you get to the Stanley Cup playoffs, it's anyone's game. So we'll see what happens. And really, the last thing that I wanted to talk about is uh, Eric's Buffalo traded away Eric Stahl for a uh, third and a fifth round pick, which brings me to like kind of an interesting question do you think the sabers are planning to like draft their way through a rebuild or do you think they're going to be more buyers i think they're probably planning to draft their way through a rebuild did you see they had to cut him to trade him no i didn't see that montreal was on his little trade list or wherever he went to that's hilarious because did you see what he said once he got traded there no, I didn't. He was like, oh, I'm so excited to be a part of this team in this city. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's on, they, are, they were on his that trade list, so they had to, like, <laughs> they had to like wave him or some shit. It was a weird thing they had to do to trade him. Yeah, I don't know. I think Buffalo might be either trying to draft their way through the first part of a rebuild or they're just trying to amass picks and maybe trade those for assets. I don't know. We'll see. Well, I'm – my guess is at the end of the season, like you've talked about before, they're probably just going to unload everybody for picks and rebuild from the ground up. So, yeah, I think right Eichel now, will be the last assets. guy to go, but probably I, I, I think he's going to go. And I don't think he's going to go because the team wants him to go. I think he's going to go because he wants to go, you know? Yeah, I don't think he wants to be there. And yeah. if that's the case, they might as well blow everything up, which is why I yeah. think they, they're going to start seeing them making these moves. I mean, dude, if you've lost 18 Especially in a in row, the you might as well blow everything up anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. It's not fucking working. No, it's just And if not. your star the player tonight, you're trying though. to build around doesn't want to be there, then. 
Yeah, they did snap it. Like just they there. got the win over the Flyers tonight. <laughs> you love to see it. Fuck you, Elaine Vigneault. <laughs> Your boy. You hate him so Dude, much. I, I, I do. I simul like. Okay, here's what I'm gonna say. If he was, we can't ever do this coach, again. We cannot know. talk about Elaine Vigneault every week, dude. We can't do it. I mean, I'm gonna do it as long as I want to do it. He's a Elaine fucking. Vigneault. As Meech would say, he's a clown. He's a fucking Absolute clown. He's fucking, fucking clown. clown shoes. All right, I don't really have anything else uh, in hockey. I, I mean, do. I, we could, yeah, exactly. I'm sure you do. So what's up? So I, so much like we do with the, um, sort of the power rankings that we yeah. do. If you would buy or sell stock on them, we're gonna do what teams are gonna be buyers or sellers at the deadline. I've picked six teams: three from mm. the east, three from the west. This They're gonna be tough. Start out easy. They're gonna get progressively harder. This is gonna be tough regardless because it's always tough to tell said. in the NHL. Nice, Meech. Boom. Way to go. <laughs> Bruins. Bruins? They're going to be selling. Well, let me rephrase. They should You're be selling. Wrong. They should You're be wrong. selling. They I'm going to say they're going to be buying. No, they're going to be buying, but they should be selling is what I meant to say. Yeah. They should be. Buy it up. Buy it all up. I'm down. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Bring home a cup, boys. You're going to trade away for a bunch of players who aren't in their prime. You may get one cup this year, and then you won't get another one for 20 years. It'll be like 10. What's the It'll next one? I'm not even going to continue this. What's the next one? We've talked about them a few episodes ago. <laughs> we all kind of came to a consensus about this topic, about this team, but I'm curious if it's changed. San Jose Sharks. I mean... Oh, they're going to be sellers. Yeah, they've got to rebuild. Yeah, that was our consensus there yeah, earlier. Yeah, that's, that's not going to change. So I said, they start easy. They're going to get a little bit harder. Yeah. Florida Panthers. In the offseason? No, at the deadline. At the deadline. Yeah, they're going to be buying because they're trying to make a push. Even with Ekblad hurt, do you think that changes things? No, I think that, yeah, that, I makes, think that makes them makes be more That makes them the buy more. Yeah, okay. absolutely, because yeah. they've got to go out and at least get like one loaner to try and like fill that spot and make the push. Right. Number four, Nashville. Mm. They, that's an interesting. Yeah, <laughs> that's a this really interesting They're going to get harder. <laughs> hmm, do I think they'll I don't know if <sighs> you could also say they'll stay put I don't I don't think they'll stay put they have to do something yeah, I think they'll yeah. buy I think they'll probably do a combination of both really because they've got players that they need so to right offload, now but you know they're fourth in the in. central behind Tampa and Florida are tied with 50 points. Carolina has 49. The Predators are fourth with 39. They've also played more games than the three teams ahead of them. Yeah. Yeah. I I think they'll, and they're tied with Chicago. Yeah. I think they'll buy. I think they'll probably end up buying, but I don't know if that's necessarily the right move for them. They've got some problems. They got to work out, man. We've talked about it before. The NHL playoffs are, yeah. Anything can happen. It's mm -hmm. not like the NBA. You get a hot goalie and you, you like can go that. all the way. Right. So it's the NHL is more like we just got to make it to the playoffs. Yep. You can start yep. putting things together and make it to the playoffs. You know, anything can happen. Yep. Whereas in the NBA, like super teams are super teams. What's the next team? Meet anything on a late video? 
<laughs> but uh Jesus Christ, dude. We need that's gonna be that with egregious and whatever the fuck the other one was. Those are all take a hit words. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh fourth on or fifth on the list, we got the Vancouver Canucks. Um uh they're selling for sure. I mean, I think they will, but I don't think it will be that drastic. They've they've got issues, but they've also like they're so that Canadian division is still kind of open. Yeah, it's I don't know. They've got players that I'm fond of, so I personally would probably I would move a couple pieces, but I wouldn't go crazy. I wouldn't blow it up or anything. Um, because I think they have like some good play- like JT Miller is like doing really well for them, and but I um yeah I I think they're they're gonna sell. A few pieces, probably. Try to get this some assets one, and make some moves. Sorry. This, you're good. This last one, I think, is the most difficult because I could see it going either way. They've had they've had success on the ice, but they've fired their coach. They've had some other things go wrong for them. It's the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah, that is an incredibly tough call. So they're fourth in their division right now. They're pretty much in the same situation. Nashville's in. They're about 10 points back from the team ahead of them. Yeah, I think, like, I do think they're probably a little better than Nashville, though. Um, I think they are, too, but they did, like I said, they had to get a new coach. Yeah, I Carey think. Price is not reliable. No, he's they, not. I don't know. And they're locked into that forever. Um, I, forever. I think. I, because I, I think this is one of those seasons where like it just didn't go their way, really. I mean, you know, we've kind of jokingly said this before, but puck luck is a part of the game, and if that doesn't go your way, it can have disastrous consequences for your season. But I, I, I don't know. I'm gonna guess that they're probably gonna be buying a little bit more than they are selling. Yeah, if that's a tough one. They're going to stay. I think they're going to stay and then just see if they can make it work. I I think the the Preds are going to be active and try and buy because I think they want to please that fan base. So I think they're yeah. they're there is going to take they're they're going to do that thing where they're going to hold on for a little bit too longer, I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. A I just too long. Jesus you know, Christ. I think I that they will English. pick up some like maybe one more player you know, and see if they can address some of their issues. But, yeah, that's a hard one to call because it also depends on what happens with this market. You know, this fucking trade market this year is weird for the NHL, man. Like, because you've got – I feel like a lot of the teams are just going to stay put and they'll pick up players on waivers. There'll maybe be some free agency moves, but I don't think there'll be a whole lot of blockbuster trading outside of Jack Eichel and, and maybe Taylor Hall. Um, well, also you movie. have the uh, the supplemental draft coming up. Yeah. So we'll see what because I saw today that Seattle's already affecting uh, the trade deadline, even though they don't have any players to trade. Um, yeah. Absolutely. So it will be interesting to see what happens there because, like, they use the example of the Knights and Flurry. They had a deal in place to send him there even though you technically can't. So I heard that Seattle right. is impacting the trade market because 
teams are hesitant to get rid of someone and then have someone drafted off their team shortly thereafter. Right, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like an expansion draft is always going to affect the trade market because like if you trade away one piece, then you know you may have to leave another player you didn't want to leave unprotected, unprotected, and he could be gone from your team. So you kind of want to hold right. on to all your pieces so you can you know hang something out to dry and not lose any of your really important pieces. So, yeah, we'll see. And I'm excited to see how the Kraken do their first year out because the Knights did pretty damn good their first year out. So it's going to well, be... Well, they've been super... They're still at the top yeah. of that division right yeah, now. They're like, great. they're just... Yeah, they're, com- they're a pretty good. complete team. They're, you know, they've yeah. got a few holes, you know, like looking at you, Nick Holden. But, you know, other than that, they're a pretty complete team. And, oh, and the Kraken dude. jersey is so dope. Like it's I so have, dope. The Sharks are my second team. I don't have a third team. I was late on the night, so we are adopting the Kraken as my third team. Jesus Christ. Dude, that logo. Not like too, I give a shit, but it's just like if we don't make it's the a playoffs. Third team. Yeah. Yeah. It, the, that logo too. That logo is awesome, Who has man. Three teams. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's all like I get. Loaded up. I give a shit. It's just teams that I aren't mine that I like. I only really got one. You know, I, to pretty much hate everybody else. Yeah, I don't know. Is there another team on roof? I guess the Avalanche. Like I'm behind now, but yeah. it's not like I always have been. You know, I mean, I'm high on them. They're good, but it's not like I root for them. Yeah, I mean, I I hate pretty much everybody else. I don't, <laughs> especially any team. Elaine Vigneault. Oh my god, fucking. <laughs> He's a clown. A Fucking clown shoes. <laughs> Dude is a clown. Okay, let's move on from that now. Because yeah, we yeah. can go to some football. Yeah, let's, let's go into some football. <laughs> I don't know if we talked about it last show. It was in the works, but it became official. 17-game schedule for next season and moving forward. Yeah, I thought that was happening this year for some reason, this past season for some reason. And then I realized, like, halfway through the season, I was like, oh, no, it's next time. Yeah. (laughs) So that is official. With that, I have three records that are in danger of being broken real soon. And a candidate to do each of them. Peyton Manning's passing yard record, 5,477. It would only take 322 passing yards a game, which has been done eight times in league history. Pat Mahomes came real close a couple of years ago. Another game, he for sure could have gotten it. So, candidate to break that one. I mean, I feel like anything in the passing market is just gone. It's, yep. I, there's more offense in the game than ever. And even though Peyton Manning and Breeze, all those guys, it's just going to get, there's just going to be more offense. Yep. For sure. Let's move that way, too. We've talked about that before as well. Rushing record, Eric Dickerson, 2,105. Henry and AP have come close. A prime Derrick Henry for 17 games breaks that record. No injuries, shit like that. I think Derrick Henry could break that. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think he got... He he needed he like was 250 yards in his he last got game. Like 170 or something. No, nah, he hit the 2,000 yards this year. He got he got enough to hit it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. But that's what I'm saying. He needed like 250, and he got it or some ridiculous. It was some monster. stupid number. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that one's gonna happen or not. I, I it just depends. Y- you really only have one or two candidates because. 
with that, it's not the same. I feel like with that, it's a little bit different. We see people platooning running backs. Um, There's a lot like, of two-headed, three-headed attacks. And yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, even like Jonathan Taylor, we all expected to get the lion's share. And he did late in the year, but really Colts. most of the year, he was switched out with Naeem Hines. Colts. What? You said lion's. You said, said the lion's, lion's share. Colts. I said lion's share, yeah. He's got oh, the, like the, the lion's share. Yeah, like the majority of. That. Thank you, Birdie. Yeah, Thank I got you, you dog. I yeah. got you. Went yeah, over so, my head. Yeah, so I mean, I, it's just, it's so rare. There's only one or two people a year that could do it. And it's, it's, it's hard. I, so that one's, that one's definitely safer. It's hard. It's hard as fuck. It's hard. Hard as the last fuck. One, <laughs> the last one I got here, the sacks record by Michael Strahan, 22 and a half. 22 has been achieved twice in the last decade. Mitch, do you know who did it? In the last decade. Yep. So 2011 and 2021. I'm guessing a giant lineman at some point. So nope. like OC. No, really. Uh, what's the one number? from the NFC and one from the AFC? It was 20 sacks in the season. 22 sacks in the season. Donald hit it, didn't he? Nope. 20 and a half. Oh my god. You have one more guess. Def- no, it was it a San Francisco lineman? It was not. Damn it, <laughs> Jared <laughs> Allen and Vikings? Justin Houston Vikings. Ooh, Jared Allen in 2011 had 22 sacks, and Justin Houston in 2015. Might be wrong. 2015, I think. And 20 and a half, Donald had, and JJ Watt had it in 2016. So okay. I think Donald could break that record with an extra game. I mean, that guy is a fucking freak. Yeah, and and for the most part, he's healthy. I mean, we saw him get injured uh, in the playoffs last year. He was he was a shell of himself in that game, and it really did affect the yeah. the conclusion of that game. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty as long as he can stay healthy. It, it, that one, because of the amount of passing yards that are being put up that one has a chance to be shattered. I mean, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, especially when you have, like, I, I thought either the 49ers from the last couple of years or one of those giants would have put it up that many sacks like as well. Like Pierre because... Paul, Umanora, Alden Smith. That's what you were thinking. Or Strahan, yeah. I mean, they, they at one point, I think, had O.C., Strahan, and uh, uh, Tuck. <laughs> They sure did. And JPP, at some point, they yep. had three, they had four of those guys at one point together. You're like to forget. <laughs> Fucking David yeah, Tyree. So- All right. So, with that, those are the three records I think that are in danger of being broken. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Lockett signed an extension that was four years, $67 million. I'm not mistaken. So a big re-signing for Seattle, trying to get Russ's weapons back. Long-term, 69 million. 69 million. <laughs> they nice. also re-signed uh, the guard they just traded for, Gabe Jackson from the Raiders. They extended him 
uh, as well. Three years, $22.5 million. So um, they procured an offensive lineman that Russ complained about, and then they re-signed him. So that and Tyler Lockett, they're putting out money. Hey, Russ, don't, you don't need to go anywhere. We're working <laughs> on it. Get your targets back. Get some line going. We'll be fine. <laughs> Good for Seattle. Till he Next walks up. next year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, with that, we can move into some notable free agents. Some players still on the market. Alex Smith, Le'Veon Bell, Adrian Peterson, James Conner. Is Adrian Peterson? I thought Adrian Peterson was on a roster. He is currently a free agent. Really? Really. Why did I think he re-signed with the Lions? No, he is a free agent. I, for some reason, I thought some team picked him up. Okay. Uh, Larry Fitz. Yeah. AP Larry Fitz could be guys heading towards retirement. Alex Smith, too. Uh, Antonio Brown. I think Alex Smith could help a team. I think he could still be good, decent. Like, like I thought he would have been a backup or something. You guy, I mean, he can start. He wins. He's why well, the I Rams... know. I'm saying at the very least, he could be a backup. Like... Right, right. He's why the Washington football team won this year. Yeah. Guys, I'm sorry to interrupt. Whoa. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> the man in the middle. Oh. Did you guys get the notification just now, too? Steve Cohen said, Can you meet me halfway? <laughs> So Cue they the agreed to the ten-year deal, ten-year three forty-one. So they came up, uh, which is fair. I yeah. think I, I think that's a good that's a good contract. I think twelve years is getting a little hairy. Yeah. he will be thirty-six when he ends. That's not horrible. Uh, yeah, you shouldn't I mean, get saddled with too many of those pool holes years. I feel like it's a good compromise, you know, all around. So hey, let's go, Jeff. Jeff, pass it on the break and lose. <laughs> sorry dubs to interrupt your uh football spiel there oh you're good that's big news it is big news so we'll big see news. how it works out we'll see how it works out over the next 10 years yeah i mean everything you hear about him is it's he's supposed to be the real deal his numbers are not as good as i would want them to be for someone who's getting that much money but right. you know i wouldn't have given tatis jr that much money either so I think Trout deserves his deal. I think Betts deserves his deal. Uh, I I don't think Harper deserves that money either. So like it's it's very it's a it's a good deal because they need to do it. I think I, right. I think they exactly. are tired of just not spending that kind of money. You have an owner that's willing to do it, uh, and you had a fan base clamoring for it. And like I said, everything you hear. He's he's an elite defensive player. We'll see how long that lasts. I mean, you don't see too right. many older shortstops they usually convert to third at some point but we will see we'll we'll see what happens with yeah. that a uh, huge shortstop free agent market coming this year though and so maybe he looked at that and didn't want to compete wanted the money maybe so maybe so i think you also make a good point in saying like they needed to do it i think it's like um what's the right way to say it? i guess i don't know if this is the right way to say it, but it's the best way i can come up with in my adhd adult brain like it sends a message you know what I mean? Like it's kind of like the proof is right. You're setting a precedent that if you exactly so try the right way, culture. right? Yeah, that was a mask. We all just talked over each other for like yeah. two seconds. <laughs> but they're trying to change the culture, and they got a player that's 
you know, setting the precedent that this is what they're doing now and trying to attract these big name free agents and trying to compete. And they've locked up a player that so far in his career has been, you know, a star player in the leagues and they've locked him up for the next decade. So yeah, good for the Mets. Good for you guys, Bertie. Yeah. Thanks guys. I feel like once you get him in your building, you have a front row seat to see how he works uh how he treats other people how he acts in the community like it's all it once you he's in your building you have that evaluation you don't have to guess what they are at the trade deadline you don't have you know how he's going to be um and so i think that's a huge part too they set a precedent here and you know if the mets start spending money that division is heating up that division is becoming at least uh, is heating up yeah it is yeah i mean i think before this they had the second most spent money this might push them to first. Yeah, it might. The Braves, I, the Phillies, the Mets, the Nats, the, even the yeah, Marlins, Marlins aren't made the playoffs. But no, but I'm just saying, like good teams, like the even the Marlins, Marlins made the playoffs last year. Like that division's fucking good. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think they're going to take a step back. Uh, uh, yeah, they I think, are. I think they'll get exposed with their lack of pitching depth this year in a regular season. Uh, but I think even their lineup about, depth. What? I think even their lineup depth. We got yeah. one. Yeah. We got I mean, one. Just overall depth <laughs> of the. Uh, I've been trying not to do it. I know. Um, we got baseball one. part me, two. It makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah, but but you do have the the Phillies who have spent a lot of money, plus Dombrowski's there now, so he's going to spend more. Um, and then well, does. Uh, the the Braves have a great great farm system, great young talent, uh, and now you have you know. The Mets have a couple decent pieces, and that pitching staff is still dominant. Like They have never had a problem with that pitching staff. All right, so, well, we shall yeah. see. Let's get her back on track. Baseball part two was fun, but let's get back to football, boys. Yeah, we'll go through uh, the last bit of notable free agents here. Uh, Mitchell Schwartz and Eric Fisher, the Chiefs linemen, still available. A couple more linemen still available. Andre, not Andre, Alejandro Villanueva. And Jason Peters, Meech's boy, longtime Eagle, still available. Gino Atkins, guy me and Meech thought was going to get swept up right away. He is still out there, along with pass rushers Jadavian Clowney and Melvin Ingram, and two big-time secondary names, Richard Sherman and Casey Hayward from the Chargers. He got the franchise tag last year, ended up not having a great season, went to free agency, and is still out there. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see if teams are just waiting and doing their research on the draft and dedicating all resources to that, which is why these guys aren't signed. Um, but we know how football works. It's always next man up, and these guys are going to get signed at some point because they're all decent names. Um, Mitchell Swartz and uh, the other Chiefs lineman. Eric Fisher. Eric Fisher, there we go. Uh, aren't even going to be back to start the season, which is one of the reasons they got cut. So they're, they're not getting picked up probably anytime soon, but uh, you know, these, the healthy guys will probably get another look after each team drafts and then assesses what they got in the draft with what they need still. Oh, so all right. Any other football stuff? I think that can do it. We can move into the elite eight. Let's two games that we didn't touch on last show. Oh, you know what? Uh, oh, wait. No, I'll save that for later. We got a return of something coming. Go ahead. Do we? Yeah, you'll see. Oh, 
Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh shit. All right. So we went over Oregon State and Houston and Arkansas versus Baylor. Two games we didn't touch on were Michigan and UCLA, and then Gonzaga versus USC. Gonzaga picked up the win over USC 85-66. We were correct with that one, boys. Gonzaga, perfect season continues. They advance to the Final Four once again. Yeah, and they they just look dominant. They're so good, dude. Every year I'm wrong on Gonzaga. I call them frauds every single year. I have a friend that he always calls Villanova frauds, and he's always wrong on Villanova. I'm always wrong on Gonzaga. Michigan lost to UCLA. Mick Cronin and UCLA, the 11 seed, will advance to the Final Four. 51-49 was the score in that one. Juwan Howard and the Wolverines had a great season, but it will end in the Elite Eight. Yeah, and that was a close game. It's it's weird that Min, um, Minnesota, um, Michigan, Golden Gophers. A- <laughs> you would just be able to pull that out. Uh, Michigan missed their last eight shots, which is is just crazy. When they lost that game by three, two, they lost the game by two. So two, yeah, two it's, it was kind of crazy the drought that we saw at the end of that that game. But nobody yeah. could score on either side. Yeah, but that will bring us to the final four. We've got Gonzaga versus UCLA. Who are we taking, boys? Oh, bro, you missed it. You know what this is, right? The preview. <laughs> That's right, Beach. It's back. The preview. Time for the final four preview. Uh. <laughs> I'm what? sorry, what was the question? Gonzaga <laughs> versus Michigan. Who we got, boys? Not oh. Michigan, sorry. Gonzaga versus UCLA. Okay, I was going to say, that's a tough question. Yeah. Gonzaga's going to take them. UCLA yeah. is just eking in these wins, and as good of a coaching job as Mick Cronin's done, um, you know, I just, I just think Gonzaga's a step above. I think we're destined for Gonzaga Baylor. I'm also going with Gonzaga here, and I'm going with Baylor in the next game against Houston. I agree. These two teams have been the really the two teams everyone's talked about all season long. Gonzaga's going for the perfect season. Baylor's got so much depth. Although Everyone I will say really good. Houston will slow them down, and Houston has been a tough play every time. You cannot overlook Houston. Absolutely I'm not. not. I've been pretty impressed with them i I feel like a lot of people are shitting all over the final four and i just don't really get it i mean ucla is kind of lucky to be there i guess um if michigan could shoot the ball at all they would be there instead even without livers um but i i mean you get baylor versus houston which should be a great game i mean the both of those teams look fantastic and Gonzaga, I think, will win by a lot, but UCLA is keeping games close. So we'll we'll see if Gonzaga gets tripped up by Mick Cronin's defense um, and if that's a closer game. But I, I am excited for the Final Four and then the championship game because you're going to have good storylines coming into it. I just don't feel like it's warranted that the criticism um, that the Final Four is taking this year especially when two of them have been, like you said, talked about the whole season. I mean, Baylor and Gonzaga. Gonzaga's going for a perfect season, and people are bitching about the Final Four. Yeah, and, like, and Baylor has looked impressive. History. 
the whole year. Right. So I, I don't, I mean, they had a little bit of a, I think they lost four games at the end of the year, but other than that, they looked impressive the whole time. So I feel like this is going to be an exciting, exciting matchups. So Baylor versus Houston. I got Baylor. Like we said, we cannot overlook the Houston Cougars, but I've got Baylor going to the final four to face Gonzaga in what should be the game of the year. I you mean, the championship game. Yeah, yes. I agree. Because yes, sorry, championship in the game. final four. I concur. Yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna be Gonzaga versus Baylor, and that should be a fun game too if it happens. And even say, I really don't think UCLA's gonna pull out the victory versus Zaga, but. Even Baylor versus Houston would be an entertaining matchup. I feel like it. it I I don't know. I don't get. I don't get the criticism this year. I've I've, I've been more into it this year than I ever have been. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. R.I.P. Oral Roberts. Yeah. Resting in peace, bro. <laughs> I miss them. All right. Well, uh, anything else you boys want to talk about? I think that's negatory. About wrap it up. All right, then. Thanks for listening to this episode. We appreciate it. Follow us on all the socials. It's Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. It's all Stone Sports Podcast. We're out of here, boys. Say goodbye. Oh, also now on Apple. I mean, we mentioned it at the beginning of the show, too. Yeah. But just really want to reiterate that we are now available on another platform. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. It. All right. Say goodbye, boys. Peace. Peace. Lightest.